Instagram questions answered. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Pure Doula podcast. I'm your host, Catherine, the Pure Doula. You're going to hear Mercy in the background during this whole thing. (laughs) She likes to be up and center. She's very vocal now and very uh, talkative when she plays. So you're going to hear her a lot this episode. Right now she has the hiccups, so you might just hear those. And of course, what is she playing with? The wipes. The wipes. (laughs) So on this week's episode, it's really fun. I actually... uh, did a Q&A on my Instagram stories, the Pure Doula, and, um, you know, had quite a few questions asked. You know, I said how I wanted to do a Q&A podcast episode and um, answer some of you guys' questions. So, you know, I put the little question box in my Instagram story and I got quite a few and it was really fun to do. And I'm definitely going to do more of this in the future. Um, the questions go from postpartum hair loss to loss of pregnancy to tips for postpartum, all different things. So I get, I I squeeze in quite a few. So you definitely want to check it out. But first I want to share a gift with you. Like it is February. I'm in Jersey. I live at the shore it gets cold. My skin, even though I'm naturally oily, I'm a greasy Italian. (laughs) This dry air is like drying my skin out. And what keeps it nice and plump and juicy and beautiful? Okay, maybe I'm tooting my own horn a little bit, but (laughs) definitely juicy and plump is tallow skincare. When I tell you I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed. So I would love for you all to try some tallow skincare. I have a discount code you can use to get 15% off your entire order. I will link the website in the description down below, but the nakedest is, uh, ran by a stay at home mom and she created this skincare line and makes it at home and sells it. And it's truly magical. Tallow is so perfect for all skin types. And is full of benefits, really. I mean, it's as natural as you're going to get. You know, I like to keep it natural. And Tao also has omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acid, which helps the skin's structure and the skin's barrier. Yeah, you love it. (laughs) I even have some baby products (laughs) for Mercy. She loves her sleepy baby lotion. She loves it all. The oils are another fave of mine from The Nakedest. I just love everything, truly, that she makes. So, I actually have a package in the mail. Hopefully, I'm getting it soon. (laughs) I'm obsessed. And when I become obsessed, I'm obsessed. Excuse me. I still have this cough, by the way. You'll hear all about that in this episode. But anyway, um, I will link the website. I will link her Instagram. She's The Nakedest on Instagram. I believe the website is thenakedestshop.com. Use code PureDoula15 to save 15% off. Give it a try. You're going to love it. Seriously. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. Let me know how you like the products. And let me know how you like this episode. 
make sure you check my stories out daily too, because I'm always looking for questions or, you know, people's, your input. I value everyone's opinion and their insight and all that. I love being interactive with you guys. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. Okay, so a few weeks ago, gosh, was it even a month ago? I don't remember. Time is just like crazy now being a mom. I don't know if anyone can relate, (laughs) but time is so crazy. Anyway, so like a few weeks ago, we'll say a month, whatever, I did to my story. I posted my story on Instagram, the pure doula on Instagram, um, a and I was like, ask me questions and sorry, Mercy's trying to be in the mix as usual. Say hi, Mercy. Um, I was like, ask me questions and you know, I'll, I'll answer some of them on a podcast episode. Um, so it was pretty cool because I got quite a few questions, um, you know, the, the engagement can be a little bit better. I'll say that. (laughs) I think my Instagram is like not shown to the right people. Maybe. I don't know, but I love everyone who participates and I praise you and thank you. Like it's amazing. Yeah. Because we love a participation. Okay, <laughs> so that's what you think. So we love a participation queen. Like anyone who participates, you're the real MVP. So I'm gonna do some of these questions. Some is just gonna be like off the top of my head. Some I kind of like type down some info to like refer to because sometimes I'm like too all over the place. But let's get it started. I'm going to try and keep this short, too, because um, I feel like when it's just me, it can be a little, like, boring. Unless that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> Who wants to listen to just me the whole time? I probably wouldn't. <laughs> Excuse me. And I have this, like, cough. Ugh, so I'm drinking hot tea right now with some raw local honey. Um, and it is helping. So I might cough here and there. You're going to hear mercy. Like, it is what it is. If you've been here, you know this is real life. I'm, like, chilling at home with my baby. And she's just yapping away. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into it. Um, the first question. What made you get into doula work? Okay, so this was... Hi, you're standing. So Mercy can like walk, but she's like learning to trust herself to just do it on her own. You're doing so good, Mercy. (laughs) So she was just standing and looking at me wanting praise. And I got to praise the baby, right? (laughs) Okay, so what made me get into doula work? Well, (laughs) for people who truly know me in real life, you know, I'm like that wild, crazy conspiracy theory friend, like everything's a psyop, trust no one, I don't do doctors, I don't do hospitals, yada, yada, yada. Right, so the people that like truly know me in real life, like, get it? Yeah. (laughs) And... My new online friends, you you just get it 
automatically because you either relate to it or whatever. So I just never was into doctors. I never trusted anything as far as like any major system, any form of authority. Like I was just always that person that questioned everything. I got in trouble in high school. Mind you, this was back in the early 2000s. So this was probably like 2003-ish in the middle of high school. I got in trouble from my history teacher because I brought in a documentary that I had recorded off the TV on a VHS because that's what we did back then. (laughs) Um, Showing how the moon landing was fake. And I brought that to my history teacher. I was like, I think we should watch this. I think, you know, you should maybe explore what (laughs) the narrative is. She didn't like that. She yelled at me, yada, yada, yada. So if that gives you an idea, (laughs) right, of the kind of person I am, hold on to that thought. Because it all all ties together, I think. I, I don't think that you can be questioning one form of healthcare and not all of them. And if you've seen uh, the Get Ready With Me reel I did, I kind of like talked about that a little bit. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> so anyway, once we found out we were pregnant, um, that was it. Like I just had a wild pregnancy. I went unassisted. Because I didn't trust anything, and I was doing tons and tons and tons and tons of research. Like, that's what I did all day, right? Was just research and read. And I found things that are just outrageous. Like, stuff that everyone in society, like, you ask any woman, they think that's, like, the norm to do, you know? When you look at, like, the risks of that said norm, you're like, why would I even do that? And then I was just finding things that we weren't ever told about. You know, like different alternatives, different options. Like why are we programmed to believe that we have to push on our back and give birth laying on our back? Why do I have to... I don't know, like just different things. Like why do I have to subscribe to the belief that society portrays that birth is so painful and horrible and terrible and I'm screaming and I'm screaming and and I'm being yelled at to push and they're telling me how to do it and blah, 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 blah. There was just so much. It was just like information overload. Excuse me. And I was just learning a lot and we, my man's the same way. Like we're both like, on the same level with everything. (laughs) And we were like, yeah, nah, we don't need any of that. Like, we're Gucci, you know? Some people are like, well, what about this test? You gotta do this. No, you don't. So, like, a lot of the things was, like, people like, why didn't you do the gestational diabetes test? Okay, well, here's the thing. I eat very intentionally, especially when I was pregnant. Like, we were just, we're always very intentional. I... I took a prenatal vitamin in the, like, very beginning after my severe morning sickness had, like, subsided and I could keep something down. But even, like, once that ran out, which was maybe, like, a month's worth, I stopped taking them because we just kept learning and learning and learning. And, like, my diet, the way we ate was, like, suffice, you know? Like, we're really into, like, a nutrient-dense diet. So it was 
tons of egg yolks, salmon roe, steak all the time. Steak, 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 liver. We take liver every morning. It was liver every morning. Um, you know, just like stuff like that. So I'm not sitting here like using that excuse I'm eating for two just to be a slob. I'm sorry, no offense, but the food in our society is just trash and poison. And don't get me wrong. Do I love dessert? Absolutely. I love dessert. You know, like I have my moments where I'm eating (coughs) chocolate and that's what I want to have. But, you know, it's very mindful and very intentional. And it's not all the time. Like, once you realize how poisoned our food is and, like, what's truly good for you, you you feel better about, like, not eating a bag of Hot Cheetos. Because <laughs> I was a Hot Cheetos girl. <laughs> um, so, the nourishing traditions or... What was it? Um wise traditions. I forget exactly what it was called. I'm having a brain fart. Mercy's trying to rip my glasses off, shoving her hands in my mouth. Um, yeah, you got them. Sorry if anyone's wearing headphones and she starts screaming, my bad. (laughs) Sorry to your eardrums. So the nourishing traditions, like baby and child care book, I'll link it in the description. It's a brilliant book and it truly, (coughs) excuse me, it truly tells you what's best as far as diet wise when you're trying to conceive, when you're pregnant, for baby, child, like all that has recipes and stuff. So like we follow that as much as we can. Um, so with that being said, when you are eating intentionally and mindfully, why would you ever think that you developed diabetes a form of it okay why do you think you why would you think you need to take um a prenatal vitamin which i'm sorry supplements aren't the same as the real thing like it is what it is if you're eating properly you don't need to supplement like i fully believe that some things yeah you might have to but as far as a prenatal goes when you're eating that way you're good you know um why am i gonna get a flu shot like i don't get any type of cupcake like any of those things I don't know if I can get flagged for saying the v word so I'm saying cupcake (laughs) you know like why am I gonna do this why am I gonna get ultrasounds when yes there are risks to ultrasounds there's no long-term studies on the effects yeah baby's hiding you can't see baby's face because it's like disrupting baby and it's uncomfortable in there with that like no I'm not doing that I'm sorry like that just isn't me I am a full believer of the most high is my man is the same way like we are not of this world we're into scripture so I'm not gonna do what this world does and passes off as normal necessary needed right I trust the most high I trust my body I know I know I was created to do this. And it's so funny because the mug I'm drinking my hot tea out of says, actually, I can. And you know what? Divine timing, like, whatever. That's a sign. Actually, I can. <laughs> Mercy's cracking up because she knows. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I've learned all this. And, you know, it was, like, really upsetting that I would say a majority of the women don't know 
risks to anything that they're told to do. Don't know that they can... <clears throat> yeah, you know, you know. Don't know that they can fire their OB or midwife. Like, they work for you. Don't know that, like, you can just decline things. Like, don't know that you can just live and be pregnant and give birth like you were created to do. Like, it's it's a system that works off of fear ignorance and is based around money it's evil it's corrupt whatever like that's me so that kind of called me to become a doula because I was like yeah this is not cool like mad women don't know about this stuff I had to learn it all on my own and like dig and search and read and watch and this and that so I was like I need to inform other women and I always thought like well, I didn't always thought, but, like, at that point, I had thought, like, okay, being a doula would be cool because, you know, I can inform them and support them and all that. And then it kind of, like, turned into, I not only offer doula services in person and virtually, but now it kind of turned into a birth coach kind of thing where I coach you with how to break through fears you know, because that's like the number one thing around pregnancy and what the system thrives off of is fear. Once you get over the fear, like it's a wrap. You got it. You're good. Like you don't need an epidural. You don't need this. You don't need that, you know? And like, was anyone ever told the risks of an epidural? No. Was anyone told that these interventions and these, uh, the, the medicine given, sabotages breastfeeding no not at all you were just made to believe that you can't breastfeed for whatever reason um was anyone told that the risk of interventions just it's like a domino effect that eventually will lead to a cesarean section no why why would they tell you that they're not gonna mess up their pockets not to mention they don't believe in any other way So, yeah, so it really just inspired me to want to, like, bring awareness and inform women and, like, tell them, like, the actual, like, truth, what I believe to be the truth. You know, there's books out there with studies that prove that it is the truth, you know? So, long story short, (laughs) Oh my goodness, long story short, uh, me being pregnant and pretty much having a wild pregnancy up until the very end, um, and having a hospital birth, even though I didn't truly want it in my core, whatever, that led me to be a doula. That's it, really, I would say. So, okay, I hope that, I hope that made sense. (laughs) I tend to ramble. All right, next question. Let's get into it. Uh, best way to deal with postpartum hair loss. I'm dealing with it now. Oof. Well, I'm so sorry to hear because what woman wants to, like, see her hair fall out more than usual? <laughs> um, Not me, that's for sure. But anyway, it's pretty common and... <coughs> Oh, God bless you. (laughs) Yeah, you sneezed. It's pretty common, and it's not something we want to happen. Like I said, it may seem like a lot of hair is coming out when you're brushing your hair, washing your hair, whatever. But also remember 
that when we're pregnant, our hair tends to get thicker and fuller. So it could just be like returning back to how it was pre-pregnancy and it seems like you're losing, God bless you, my love. And it seems like you're losing a lot of hair, um, more than usual. Um, but yeah, it could just be like returning back, but, um, it is normal. Like postpartum hair loss is pretty normal. You know, your hormones kind of cause all these changes. So you can't really just like put a stop to it. Like it's not going to be like, stop, but you can support your body to grow your hair. So, again, eating a nutrient-dense diet is best for this. Like, you might Google it. It's going to tell you take biotin, take vitamin C and vitamin A, take all these supplements. Look, if you eat things with all that in it in its natural form, that's the best option you're going to get, right? So, beef liver is full of nutrients that would help postpartum hair loss without having to take supplements, Um, Other things that are, like, nutrient-dense are just, like, all the beef, really. Raw dairy, lots of butter, salmon roe, eggs, the yolk, always the yolk. And um, try to avoid stress and exercise. I know it's easier said than done. Like, people tell you try to avoid stress. You want to just, like, like, boop them in the back of the head, you know? Like, what do you mean? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Don't put your hands on anyone. I'm just, you know, whatever. (laughs) But... It's true. You want to try to avoid it. I'm not the best. I work on that. You know, sometimes I'm good at it. Some days I'm not. It's all good. So you want to try and avoid that. Don't overdo it. You know, especially with the exercise. Excuse me. Especially with exercising. You need to rest. Your body needs rest. Nourish your body. Nourish your soul. Um, Doing too much too soon can just have negative effects on the body. So... As much as, you know, societies, like, get to it, just chill. Take it easy. Take it easy. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's see. Tips for postpartum. That's a good one. Okay. So, postpartum. Postpartum is such a beautiful time that I think it gets treated as an inconvenience. Society pushes women to bounce back, kind of like how I mentioned with the last question um and that's toxic af like seriously toxic i have a whole episode dedicated to that by the way uh postpartum is forever it truly is it's the other side of the transition to motherhood but immediately after birth and up to as many months as you really feel desired just rest pray nourish your mind nourish your body nourish your soul bond with baby co-sleep breastfeed all the skin to skin always like mercy was never really in clothes (laughs) um just always skin to skin I mean it was also like summertime but you know anyway those are beneficial to mom for many reasons don't let social media tell you because I'm seeing it everywhere especially on TikTok like it's truly like infuriating don't let social media tell you quitting breastfeeding is best for your mental health because that is straight up cap like That is not going to fix whatever mental issues you're struggling with. What is going to fix that without getting too far off track is support. A lactation consultant, a breastfeeding specialist, 
co-sleeping. I, I believe all breastfeeding women. Oh, I believe every woman should breastfeed. And I believe every breastfeeding woman should co-sleep. That's just me. Anyway, hire a postpartum doula if you need. Or just tell your family and friends what exactly it is that you need. Because this is about mom. This is about you during this time. This is not about baby. If anyone wants to come over, tell them to bring a meal. Have them do some laundry for you when they get there. Hold the baby while you shower. Stay in bed. And close to bed. You know, people... I know I struggled with this at one point, and I'm sure other women have, where you feel lazy. Like, you feel like you're being lazy. And that ain't it. Like, you, it's impossible. You're resting. You're doing what you need to do. Um, we tend to forget, because I know I did, that there is a wound the size of a dinner plate trying to heal inside of us. Remember, your placenta coming out, that was attached to your uterus. That coming out and birthing, now you have this open wound inside your uterus. Right? Not to mention, like... You're still healing on the outside as well. So you need to just stay in bed. Like, literally, like, postpartum, stay in bed. (laughs) Your hormones are rebalancing. Your brain is adjusting to being a mom because your brain changes. So be gentle with yourself, please. One of my favorite things that I had, though, was a peri bottle. And I would fill it with, like, warm water. And, you know, whenever you go to the bathroom use that instead of toilet paper um it's almost like a a bidet like a handheld bidet (laughs) and it's like yes obviously you have to use that to keep clean but it truly kind of became somewhat like a luxury It, it was something I almost looked forward to doing every day like every time I had to use the bathroom because it was very relaxing it felt good you know you knew that you were like taking care of yourself It was, like, 30 seconds of just, like, enjoyment, you know? So, definitely use a peri bottle. Keep your feet warm. Keep your feet warm. I read somewhere, I'm not, like, the pro at this, so don't hold me to it. But I read somewhere, like, something about, like, ancient Chinese medicine. They associate, like, the feet with the womb and, like, warmth. Like, warmth is about healing and stuff. I forget. Someone correct me. Whatever. But keeping your feet warm, of course, not only does that feel good, but will, you know, support your womb. Um, Eat nutrient-dense foods. That's, like, literally the solution to everything. Eat nutrient-dense foods. <laughs> Pray with baby. That was such a bonding moment. Like, it still is. Like, me and Mercy, like, we always wake up. We say, like, our morning little prayer. She has her own Bible. I read it to her. Like, we'll just say a prayer. Like, you know, prayer is what I go to. If I'm starting to, like, freak out, you know, having a moment. (sighs) Father, thank you for always providing. I can turn to you. I can trust you. You always keep me grounded. Real quick. That's it. And it let... Father, I give you this anxiety... You take it from me. You fill me with the the Holy Spirit and patience and love. That's it. Stuff like that, you know. It's a great bonding moment and (coughs) can really get you through, like, the hard times of this transition. 
But above all, just soak it all in. Like, soak it all in. Don't worry about, like, rushing to the next stage in life. Just be. All right, what is the next question? Oof. Okay, this one's heavy. What do you think mothers need that had an early pregnancy loss or stillbirth? Very heavy, very heartbreaking, very sad. And I'm going to answer this the best I can because I had, I did have a miscarriage before we had mercy. I never had a stillbirth by the grace of God, you know, so I can only say what I think and what I feel and what I believe. Um, but I do hope that this helps. I think mothers need, (laughs) I think mothers need love. They need support. They need their tribe. Grieving is necessary. It is hard. Absolutely. But I think we must feel the emotions to come out on the other side. Those emotions can run physically, which is why we need to feel them and go through them and just grow from it. You know, if you hold on to these to stressors, to negativity, to sorrow, to just sad emotions, they can manifest in different ways in our bodies. And you wouldn't want that to affect anything in the future, right? Our tribe is our support. But I also believe we must be careful who we let in. Okay. So there's a lot of evil in this world. We know this. We are well aware. And there's many people, mothers included, who support those evils. Now, I'm not saying, you know, one wished a loss on another. But having those spirits, energy, whatever you want to call it. Having that around when it doesn't align with yours is not what you want in your tribe. And this is like all the time, all the time, you know, it's not about, oh, you're not inclusive. Oh, this, oh, (laughs) sorry, baby wants the bubby. Here's the thing. You got to have everyone on the same page when it comes to morals and beliefs. I'm sorry if that's. Who's going to be around you at these, at these vulnerable moments? They all have to be on the same page. <laughs> Those people will give the needed support in a time like that. They will grieve with you, pray with you, pray for you. Sometimes the mom who experienced loss just needs space. Not distance, but opening space... <laughs> I'm sorry. This is like. (laughs) Okay, baby. I'm sorry. Not distance, but opening space in one's heart, in one's spirit to support mom feeling it all. Letting it out, letting it go. So mom then has space for her rainbow baby to come and join her. Like I said, you don't want to hold on to anything. You want to create space. Mommy also just needs to be heard, listened to without saying anything back. Now, I know I sometimes struggle with finding the right words to say to someone, especially like right now, um, when really nothing needs to be said. There are many times where you just need to listen. And I, like I said, I'm very guilty of that myself, just to listen, just to absorb what is being told. If mom wants a hug, squeeze her tight. 
If mom doesn't want to be touched, hug her with your eyes. Remind mom to give herself permission to rest. Honor her body. Her body didn't fail. Nothing was wrong. Yes, a loss is awful. And we feel like we did something wrong or we feel like we failed. But what if we did everything right and our body was protecting us or protecting our baby? It's hard. I truly cannot imagine going through a stillbirth. But God's plan is always bigger and purposeful. Everyone handles loss differently. So mom needs what she needs. Your tribe will know exactly how to support you. What do I mean? When you have the right people around you who know you and understand you, who understand like your behavior and what makes you feel better or whatever, they'll know how to support you. I always think time is another thing mom needs. Give mom time as much as she needs, but also remind mom not to get lost in time. Don't lose yourself as well. This is such a hard topic, but it's so important and it truly just needs to be discussed. And if anyone has any input or suggestions or anything like that, go over to the Pure Doula podcast, Instagram, to this teaser reel for this episode and just leave comments, like just share, please, because this is something that we all could benefit from. Mercy's trying to give me a kiss right now. Oh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so now when it comes time that mom is pregnant again, those worries are going to arise. And that's normal. It's okay. I feel... Yeah. yeah. Mommy's almost finished. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This is such a serious topic. Mercy just wants to put in her two cents. Thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. So when mom becomes pregnant again, all of that is going to come back up. And it's okay. And this is why I feel surrender. Surrendering is so major on so many levels. Worrying and stress. Stress. Excuse me. Those are two things that a pregnant woman truly wants to avoid. So we got to pray those thoughts away. The second they pop up, pray them away. Surrender to pregnancy. Surrender to the miracle. Surrender to life and death. Surrender to find peace in it all. Surrender to your body. Surrender to your spirit. Let it guide you. Let it speak to you. Feel what's happening. Embrace it and trust it all. Trust God. Your previous loss doesn't define you. It doesn't mean every time will be the same. If seeing an OB regularly gives you peace of mind, so be it. If a wild pregnancy gives you peace of mind, so be it. Each pregnancy will be different. Each birth will be different. Your tribe will remind you and support you. I will support you. Gosh, (laughs) that one I had to write out and truly think about because it's, it's a hard topic to discuss and it needs to be discussed. That is an elephant in the room that I think has gotten kind of just left behind, you know, like 
this world just normalizes abortion and tries to make it a thing that when loss of a baby happens, it almost just gets treated like whatever. Anyway, it's fine. Move on. Get over it. That's how I truly feel. And that's what's really sad is because that's a big loss of a life, of an innocent life. And moms need support through that because that is a difficult thing to experience. I cannot imagine experiencing a stillbirth. I know I said that. God bless every mother who has because that is very difficult. So this is something that I think should be talked about. So please, if you have anything to say about this topic, please just go to the Pure Doula podcast Instagram and leave a comment, share it, let everyone else see, be vulnerable or not. Just just share whatever you feel. <sighs> that was that was heavy. That was heavy. All right. Not a question, but I just want to know your thoughts on wild pregnancy and free birth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> does that does that give you my thoughts? Just saying yes. <laughs> um okay. So you mean Okay, my thoughts. So you mean like how it always was? How it's meant to be? (sighs) I'm a huge advocate for it, even as a doula. If I'm coaching and informing women properly, they won't need me physically at their birth. They won't need me at all. They'll be able to just do do it all. Ride out their pregnancy, give birth, and be like, yo, Catherine, what's up? Guess what? (laughs) I have a baby now. <laughs> Birth was great. I wasn't scared. It was amazing. It was everything I thought it was going to be. It was so powerful. It was so empowering. I was so excited. Everything went great. Like, okay. Yes, I'm sorry. Side note. Do things go wrong? Absolutely. It's not as common as you think. But for the most part, when the mental is there, everything follows suit. We're fully capable to just be pregnant and to just birth as we were created to do. We do not need an outside quote unquote authority to give us permission to tell us what to do, when to do it. Pregnancy and birth works best being undisturbed. It's truly a rabbit hole. Like it's really a rabbit hole when you go down this path about the U.S., the world, the maternal care industry, all of it. It's wild. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. <coughs> Excuse me. All rabbit holes lead to the same place. They all lead to the same place. Our creator. They all lead to God. So let that be something. <laughs> You know, once you discover who established Western medicine, all the stuff said about pregnancy and birth, all the things invented for it, you realize truth. And that's truth with a capital T. Okay? I'm going to leave it at that because I can talk about that forever. And we're running out of time and I still have a few more questions. Um, Let me see. Anything I can do that will guarantee faster labor when we decide to have a third? Ah, 
to guarantee. I mean, nothing's really a guarantee. But I would say the closest thing to it is going to be just prepare your mental. It's a mental game. Just prepare the mental. Oh, Mercy's playing her music, so you might hear it. (laughs) If your mental is where it needs to be, your mind, your spirit... Because, I I mean, spirit and and your mind are two different things, but they're kind of, like, tied together. The physical will follow. Physical follows the mind and spirit, okay? So, if there's fear present, the physical is going to follow, which is going to stall labor. If there's no fear present, if you're following your body... I'm sorry, if you're following your intuition, if you're following your spirit... Your mind is where it needs to be. Um, oh my gosh, I just like blanked out for a second. <laughs> so sorry. Oh my goodness. You know what? Shout out to the listeners. Y'all are the MVPs for real, for real, because <laughs> I'm a hot mess. Oh my goodness. But yeah, if you do the work, you get rid of that fear. If there's no fear present, your labor is going to move right along just fine. You have to be comfortable. The primitive brain is still there, whether people want to admit it or not. Like, we are not some evolved species from a monkey. First of all, evolution's a whole other topic and just a lie. We didn't come from monkeys. <laughs> we were perfectly designed and created. Another rabbit hole that leads to the same place. With that said, we still have a primitive part of our brain that responds to things such as fear or if we're comfortable or strangers or whatever. So as long as you're in a safe place where you feel comfortable, where you're not overstimulated with like bright lights and noises and people, there's no fear Your labor is going to go as fast as it was designed to go for you and for that birth. Hope that helps. (laughs) Um, Let me see. I think I have time for one more question. Maybe two. Is it true that eating dates can help with shortened labor? That's a great question. Dates are, okay, first of all, we, John and I, we love dates. We eat them. We always have. I stopped eating them when I was pregnant and didn't start eating them again until 36 weeks. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. This cough. I have like, a, um, I guess it's like a, just like sinuses and like a dry cough. I don't know. Or like post-nasal drip or something. I don't know. TMI. Like you guys care. Whatever. <laughs> So at 36 weeks, it is suggested to eat six dates a day. Um, They don't spike your blood sugar. Shocking. Uh, They lower your risk of gestational diabetes, preeclampsia, which again, preeclampsia as well as your eating a nutrient-dense diet. Okay. Um, They reduce muscle cramps. They also help baby's spinal cord properly develop. Interesting fact. They're packed with potassium, magnesium, folate, and vitamin K. But as far as labor goes, okay, so they do help you become dilated quicker. 
So I guess that makes it, that sounds like it speeds it up, right? Um, although, you know, if you're free birthing, dilation doesn't really mean much. Even if you hit, you know, what they say is 10 centimeters and they say, oh, time to push. That's not necessarily true. Um, let's see. You're more likely to go into spontaneous labor, which if you're free birthing, that's going to happen regardless. It does have an oxytocin like effect on the body, which is great because we know oxytocin is like the thing when it comes to birth and like everything just moving along. It stimulates uterine contractions, which is good. And it reduces postpartum hemorrhaging. So I do think that they are very beneficial. I think they taste amazing. For me, it was super easy to eat six dates a day. Like no problem. I love them. Some people don't like them. So I would suggest, um, you know, you can put them in one of your smoothies. Uh, you can also stuff it with like peanut butter or almond butter, um, something like that. If you're not really into the taste, I like it though. Um, let's see what else. Is it really possible to experience a pain free birth? Ugh. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. Pain is not a bad thing. Pain does not mean bad. Pain does not mean intolerable. Pain is just pain. Pain is very rewarding. Do some women have pain-free births? Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. I've read birth stories of women, you know, in ecstasy, not in pain at all, and just birthing their baby. (coughs) Excuse me. So it is possible. Sorry, Mercy got into the wipes. (laughs) Does anyone else's baby just love playing with the wipes? So it is possible to have no pain, But I think that also goes back to the mental part of it. But I don't like to sell that theory to women that if you work on X, you will get Y. As in, you will get a pain-free birth. Um, It's really hard to tell. But... All the hormones flowing during labor when it's undisturbed, you're getting nature's painkiller throughout that, you know? That's why so many women for so many years just birthed so many babies over and over again. Birth is addicting, number one, and it's meant to be, and it's extremely tolerable. What makes it painful is either the unknown, so not being informed on what your body is doing and what to expect. What makes it painful is where you are, like your surrounding area can impact your pain level because that will impact how comfortable you are. If you are not comfortable, your body will not respond properly. So your production of oxytocin isn't going to be where it needs to be. So you will probably feel it more. Um, What else could do it? Fear. Fear. Girlfriend. Fear will make things painful. So getting over the fear, you're going to have the sensations. You're going to feel something. But it's not going to be excruciating OMG kind of pain. Going into pregnancy and birth just blind. With no information, no knowledge, blindly trusting a doctor, whatever. That's where these 
pains come from. So, yes, it's possible to have a pain-free birth when the work is done. But I don't mean that in the sense that there's literally no pain. May that happen? Yes. May it not happen? Yes. You're always going to have some sensation. Um, Sorry, I'm just trying to wrap this up. (coughs) Excuse me, because I'm running out of time. But I wanted to talk about that because that is a good question. And I have one more thing. Um, Different states and their laws for home births. Okay, here's the thing. Here is the thing. Again, I am not one that's really into... How did she find the other wipes? I am not one that's, like, into the systems, okay? They're all corrupt. This is not medical advice or legal advice. This is just an opinion. (laughs) They're all corrupt. So, every state is different. And it's just too much for me to get into every single state right now. However... You can birth wherever you want. What are they going to say? You know, you say, oh, I was planning on getting to the hospital. I didn't make it in time. Here's my baby. Here's the thing. I'm an ex-hustler. I was of the streets. (laughs) I am no longer of that. But when game needs to be ran, game will get ran. So if you are somewhere that makes it impossible and gives you a hard time, bless you. This is not medical or legal advice. For all purposes, this is just for entertainment. <laughs> it's, it's all in the game, baby. If you watch The Wire, it's all in the game. <laughs> Part of the game. <clears throat> if you are truly comfortable, confident, informed, knowledgeable, well-aware, understanding... In birth and your way of life, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Yeah, so I know I just pretty much cut it off and ended really abruptly. I was, like, freaking out about the time. I don't know why I thought I had, like, no time left. (laughs) And I just needed to make sure I had... Hi, guys. (laughs) That I had room for the intro and the outro. But that was a lot of fun. I'm definitely going to be doing more Q&A episodes um in the future I want to try and figure out how to even do like maybe a live episode I feel like that would be really cool um I'm always down for ideas so dm me some if you want the pure doula on instagram or the pure doula podcast on instagram and um yeah I just truly pray this helps whoever needs it if you enjoy this episode and podcast please give it five stars Thank you for listening. Because of you, I get to share this time, space, and information. Shout out to you listeners, my online buddies. (laughs) God bless.